Oh, look at that. I just hit a I just hit my step goal for the hour. Nice. Yeah. I think I think I'm I think I might officially be done with the uh FitPal app. Yeah? Yeah. Well I, I realized and I wish I looked into it. Uh I mean the Fitbit app kinda just offers me everything that FitPal does, except uh they don't monitor uh fasting times. Yeah. Which uh Fitbit uh, could definitely try to incorporate that into their app. Um I also don't like the fact that uh Oh, I guess I don't, it's, it's not that I don't like it, just I, I'm not going to do it. I don't see the, maybe there's a benefit to it. But Fitbit, I guess, is owned by Google now or something. Oh, interesting. Because when, uh, when, I, when I bought my watch, and I think I talked about this on a previous episode, but when I bought the watch, I got like a free uh, membership into the premium Fitbit for like six months, whatever the hell it was. And then like it, you know, I could re-up to it for like $70 a, month, a year or some shit like that. Yeah. And um uh I forgot to where the hell I was going with that. This is a solid minute into a show. What the hell where the hell was I going with that? Anyway uh, Google owning it? Oh yeah, asked me if I wanted to sync my Fitbit to Google Fit. And I was like, No, because the whole reason I want to try Fitbit Premium is because I want to go to one centralized uh uh app. So, uh, I mean, I do have to use the one app for my scale, but that syncs up to Fitbit, which is perfect. Um, but for no matter how much I try to sync FitPal app to Fitbit app, it never trans over, transfers over the food. That's a pain in the... Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's a, a kick, a kick right between the legs, you know? Yeah. Like, I, was like, I don't want to do this twice. No kidding. Um, but I think I'm going to stick with the Fitbit app, um, which works out perfect because my trial period ends when my annual for FitPal ends. So I think I'm just going to cancel FitPal and stick with Fitbit because like I said it does everything. It has everything I need, um, as far as what I want to keep track of and everything, except for fasting, which I'm going to try to get a whole Fitbit and see if they get fasting to it. Yeah. Um, one thing I did realize I need to, uh, control, I need to work on is that, I do buy things in bulk, and being one person is probably not the smartest thing because it doesn't, you know, I don't utilize it at all sure. you know, as much as I should. And uh, I, I buy a lot of things on Amazon because it's cheaper. Um, yeah. You know, so I'm still lining Bezos' uh, billion-dollar pockets. Right. God dang. But I was, uh, when I made my coffee this morning, which I I found out that I, I don't know if because, again, I know I lost my sense of taste uh, back in 2021, maybe? Oh, dang, Whenever. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I talked about it on here. I forgot. We You're not the only one with memory issues, man. Yeah, dude, it's horrible. Yeah? <laughs> Have you ever left your own house wondering if you shut your own door? and Oh, or drive halfway to work and wondering, did I really put that book bag in my back seat and have to turn around to check if it's still there or not? I have not done that, but I have worried about whether or not I left the uh, stove on. Yeah. Uh, on a day I didn't even use it. <laughs> um, have you ever forgot what you were just talking about? Yeah, happens all the time. What the, what the, uh, you were talking about my fitness pal. No, after that, where you said, see, you're not doing it. Per- oh, the, the taste. Uh, and uh, and Google yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so, I, so I, lost, I, I lost my sense of taste for like a couple of weeks. Could you I hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. I, Siri just popped up on my laptop, and I wasn't sure if it cut me out of the call or not. Oh, gotcha. No, no, no. I, no, I hear you perfect. I was wondering if you couldn't hear me because I kept trying to make a statement and you kept talking. Oh, no, I couldn't hear you because uh, Siri was trying crushing. to talk to me. God, aren't we fucking crushing this? Yep. So my, right. my cat was just walking all over my keyboard well. <laughs> I, um, yeah, no, uh, I, I can't remember if it was 2020. It had to have been 2021. Yeah, that sounds right. It had to have been. Um, yeah, I lost my sense of taste, and it was around Thanksgiving, um, which sucks for Thanksgiving. You know, you yeah. enjoy all these things. And, uh, yeah, so for about, I don't know, about, about 10 days or so, I didn't, uh, I couldn't really taste anything, which I didn't, I don't think I realized it until about maybe like three or four days into it. Right. Because uh, I was just, I was just eating, I think from, uh, I think just from, believe it or not, memory. Things were tasting like they should be tasting. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I couldn't really taste anything. But when it came back and everything, there were things that I didn't like the taste of. Interesting. Uh, beef was one thing. Wow. I didn't like the taste of beef. For some reason, it tasted bloody to me. Huh. Like and, really irony? Yeah. Irony, exactly. <laughs> the irony is I love cheesesteaks and I couldn't eat cheesesteaks. Uh, I, I don't know if that's irony or not. I don't know if it is either. But, but it was iron e. Yeah. Uh, and coffee, coffee was another thing. Like I, I mean, I, I know when you were out here when we had to do, uh, we did something. You were out this way. There was a when we did uh when we had to do the voiceovers that was in 2022 for the yeah, 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 yeah. so 2021 is when I lost my taste so so from November so almost a year so almost a year from that uh I still had weird like things still tasted weird to me and coffee was one of the biggest things and I know that there was a a a I know there was a problem with my Keurig because for me coffee never tasted good coming out of the Keurig Unless gotcha. I put like, unless I put like the cream and Splenda in it, then I was fine with coffee. But straight up black coffee, I just couldn't drink it. It just did not taste good to me. It just, I, it, it wasn't that I couldn't. I don't know how to explain it, but it just tasted dirty. So that's why I always thought like maybe there's something wrong with the Keurig. Like maybe it's just like, there's an issue with the Keurig and everything. And, and I know you had coffee from when you said it had a weird taste to it, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um. But I got a new Keurig. I, I got a new one for Christmas and everything, a brand new one. I, uh, I got get. I still have the old one. I got to get rid of it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It still works. Uh, probably garage sale it. But anyways, um, every time I, I still make coffee, I was like, man, why does this still taste weird? Like, what the hell is wrong with this and everything? But today I had I had black coffee because I was going to use the creamer, but the creamer is expired. And uh... yeah, and. And I don't know how long you could go, like how long Crema works afterwards, but it just doesn't. The best way I can describe this, and I apologize to any family that listens to this moment in this conversation, uh, earmuffs for the next 45 seconds for this, but it looks like something that I could produce. Mm. If you understand yes. what I'm saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. So I'm just like, I don't want that in my body. Like that, there's got. I think this is. I think it's just bad. It, like that's just too thick. Yeah, creamer. So 
I didn't put it in there, and I was like, well, I'm not going to put just straight up Splenda in it because it's not going to taste the same without creamer in it, whatever. So I just drank it straight black, and wasn't actually wasn't bad. So I think maybe my taste is coming back on that. It came back on cheesesteaks. Um, but yeah, it's just I it was just a weird a weird experience. Like wow, like I'm sitting here eating a Thanksgiving dinner, and I can't even taste what the hell anything tastes like. That's like because of memory, I think there were some parts of it that like. Okay, I'm eating turkey. I know what turkey tastes like. Oh, I'm eating yams. I know what yams taste. But at the same time, it's like it doesn't give you that full flavor that you would experience eating. Right. Um. But uh, I think I'm coming around on coffee. Uh, but like uh, as we were wrapping up the last recording, it got cold. Was a big fan of it. I do like I, I do like coffee. I do like iced coffee. I will have an iced coffee from time to time, but I've never had a ice black iced coffee. Right. That just seems bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I need Splenda. I need cream in it and everything. And not a whole lot. You know, I just put enough in it to, you know, turn it uh, a different uh, a different color and give me a, a little bit of a sweet taste to it. Sure. So, uh, but yeah, coffee, coffee is now a thing in my life again, which I'm glad. And coffee does help you stay regular. So I'm happy for that, too. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, my, that's my opening statement there. Nice. Yeah, I... I hate cold coffee. I uh, coffee that has gone cold is the worst. Uh it gets to be like I would say uh about 100 degrees and I'm like this is undrinkable. It tastes like like um you know how when you haven't taken the trash out for a while and there's that liquid accumulated at the bottom of the the bag? Yes. That's what coffee that has gone cold tastes <laughs> like to me. Okay, like, so so then I guess I made up, or I imagined it, but I thought you had some kind of like cold brew thing at your house. I do not have a cold brew thing. No, I have like, a French press. I have a um, uh, like a stovetop espresso maker, and I have a an auto drip. What's your okay? But I thought you had something. I I, I I'm guessing this exists, and I can probably Google it. But I'm guessing this exists. Where you could put together something, put it into the fridge, and it creates coffee overnight. Oh, yeah. I don't have that, but, uh, yeah, that does exist. Man, I thought you had that. Nope. Do you ever make your, uh, you ever make your, um, oh, God, what the hell is it called? Kombucha? No. No, it's not a thing. It's a, it's a spot in your house. Like, like you're gonna have like a, like an entryway table or some shit like that that has like all the coffee and everything set up on it. Oh yeah, yeah. We have like a baker's rack that has all of it. I have, uh, the mugs, all of the mugs in my house are on the wall next to it now. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that you don't have to go downstairs to get a mug if you want coffee or tea. Gotcha. Cause I remember you talking about doing something like that. Like, for some reason, the idea of it being like in your entryway or some shit. Like, like you were, like you, like you and Maddie decided, uh, like, you know what our house needs? A waiting room. And, yeah. uh, it's like right when you walk in, like to a doctor's office, like you can sit down, read some magazines, and the coffee's like right over there next to a fridge that has like some bottles of water in it. I kind of love that idea. I'm not gonna lie. I, this is how I imagine, I, cause I haven't been to your house yet. Right. And that's how I met because I know when you say, because you, you live in like a true split level, like where you walk in, you either go upstairs or downstairs, there's a landing. Yep. I imagine that landing having a couple, uh, a couple chairs that, uh, that, you know, have, uh, have some like solid wooden like armrest 
and like oh. uh, like a foam seat, a foam back, but it's made out of a corduroy or whatever the hell those old chairs are made out of. Yeah. And there's like a cart right there where you can make some Keurig coffee or uh you know you get some hot water to you know because you got a plethora or a variety of teas that you could use, whether it be gray or earl. Yeah. Um, and then right next to it, it's a little mini fridge that has some bottles of water and stuff and a, a sign-in sheet. And I just wait. wish I had that. That would be awesome. Right. I, this is oh, the I, concept of a sign-in sheet for my house. There's a part of me that is just a little bit OCD and loves the idea. Right. Right. There's a basket. Like, oh, like, I got a record of people in my house. Right. <laughs> it's what time they sign in, what time they sign out. That yeah. way, if something is askew in your house, you can be, you know, calm up like, Hey Mark, um, real quick. Uh, first off, thank you for your visit. Uh, we do appreciate it. Next time, we we wish you fill a survey card uh, for your experience here. But I noticed when you showed up here on you know August fifteenth around nine a.m. Uh, you did depart you know around three p.m. Which you know that's not the issue here. You did sign out, but uh, we seem to be missing uh, a couple of bananas, <laughs> and uh, we also noticed that the uh, the uh, courtesy jar is empty. We're just trying to figure out what happened here. God, you know, something man. like that. I just, yeah. I just feel like, like the, the, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm not mad. I just want to know the truth. Exactly right. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, we just want to make sure that the experiences are are enjoyed, but also the honor system is in place here for a reason. Right. You know, and of course it was fucking Mark. It's right. and all you had to do was ask. Like I would have given it to you, man. That's what it's there right. for. Right. Yeah, you always wanted to help out, but at the same time, on the systems, Mark. Yeah. You know, fucking Marks, I God, tell you. It's so funny. But it's yeah, so no, funny because, like, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm going, yeah, that is exactly, I would, 100%, that's who I would be. <laughs> like, and, you're, and, you're, then I, and then I take the next step and I go, shit, I am my father's son in that way. Like, <laughs> like I'm not mad. I just, just ask, man. <laughs> right, I'm I mad you felt like you had to sneak it. <laughs> I can just imagine in my mind right now you wondering how many chairs you could fit into your landing. Right, I actually was. I have some chairs in my house that are I, I've, we've put them in our bedrooms because, um, uh, like, we got one in our bedroom and one in the guest bedroom because mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out where else to put them. Oh but, yeah, but yeah, on the landing with a little coffee bar uh, right. or like cocktail cart that that has coffee and like a bar cart, it'd be right. perfect. Not, not only that. You can have like a little survey there, so people can kind of describe themselves. So when yeah. you have like a when you have a get together and stuff, and you know you invite some family you haven't talked to in a while and shit, they come in, fill out and everything. You start letting people in, you know, one at a time. But now you got the surveys in front of you, attached yeah. to a clipboard. So we go like, okay, um, Justin, I, I see here that uh, that uh, you know you guys uh, just got back from Cabo. Uh, how was that? You know, right. things like that, because now you got conversation topics and stuff that you can incorporate into now, you know, getting you know caught up with your family and stuff you haven't talked to in a while. Oh, Boom, man, right there. Excellent. I love it. Right. And, you know, you got that. Now there's that buffer, too. Where you say, hey, listen, you know, house is a little bit full. So help uh, yourself to a coffee while I read your yeah. survey so I know what to talk to you about. Yeah. So please sit tight. Uh, we'll We'll call you in when we're ready. Um, in the meantime, please enjoy, uh, you know, a highlights magazine or, yeah, or, uh, or and one of those, and one of those toys that's just like wires with beads that move. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, and one's all bent up. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. One. Cause there's that one kid. Houston. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, because we all know that the yellow is just one big loop from up and around, but it's like bent down in the middle, so it looks like a shitty M. Right. They're like, oh crap, how do I get this one beat over this bent now? Yeah. Yeah, 100% use, oh use coloring books. Oh, I love it. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm just so glad we could redesign your entire house stuff. Right. I am. I, I do have plans. Uh, they're not cheap plans but i have plans yeah. for my the the podcasting room i'm in uh mm. will eventually be transformed into like a uh, uh like a medieval tavern Ooh, it's really. solid. Um, that's what i would like to do i don't know that's i need to get another job the God, no, I got no, student no, loans no. starting again soon like uh i can't uh, the idea of doing things for fun is going out the window <laughs> Did you not uh do you not fall into the criteria of like paid off and shit or uh well if, Cause then if that, that is a thing right like aren't they aren't they determining like certain people could get like a total payoff or is that am I am I thinking yeah but that? you gotta uh so so I do qualify for the PSLF loans but um when you sign up for that it it re, it starts a ten year clock and I'm already uh I'm already three years into my ten year clock. And so, like, why would I add another three years to my debt? You know, um, and and uh, on on all of the income-driven repayment programs, uh, my payment actually goes up compared to what it is right now. So, like, I would have to pay more a month to have it still be paid off in basically the same amount of time. Gotcha. Or, or I could sign up for they've got an income-driven repayment program where you have to have it for 20 or 25 years. And I'm like, why would I have it for 20, 25 years when I could just pay it off in 10 and just not like, just not, not get out as much, mm-hmm. you know, like we make enough. I'm not worried about paying it off. Uh, but if I could get it forgiven, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I just, and, and I, you know, I, I don't know. It just drives me crazy. I, I looked at a lot of the, all the plans and stuff and it, all of them, uh, my monthly payment is going to be like seven hundred dollars a month, um, which is a lot. Uh, it's going to suck for a long time. But um, the I looked at the income driven repayments, and because uh, my wife makes enough, um, we together make enough that my payment would go up to like a thousand dollars a month. And I'm like, ah, uh, no, I'll just I'll just pay seven hundred and not have it for twenty five years. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> she uh well because she set up her loans too, right? Or is her? Is no, she, she paid hers off. Oh, her sorry. her family set up a an account for her um when she was a kid, and she only um she only took out I think one or two loans, and it was just to like have it on her credit record to help her credit. Yeah. See, and that's and that's the thing. Like, and I I don't know how you feel. I'm not pissed at my family at all, but, like, it sucks that those were things that we didn't have. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wish it was. I mean, I know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, I only, okay, god damn it, let me get, let me get this statement out clearly. I know what my mom went through, and I know what we went through with my mom. I, I know some parts of your guys's and Carl's life. Yeah, or just in general, like grow. Like, I don't know everything, but I know both our parents worked really hard for the money they made to get us what they could. Yeah, and it just sucks that that like they were in shitty situations where they couldn't like create like 
accounts like that for college. Yeah. Like I, I had something very similar to that. Like my, my uncle who, uh, who never got married, never had kids, uh, had, uh, had a pretty decent job and he was able to kind of like set up like some college funds for us, which I mean, I appreciate the money he did give us, but it was like, I think it was like around maybe like four grand, maybe five grand. If it was even that, it could have been three, but if I had to give it, if I had to get an absolute guaranteed max amount, it was probably five, but I yeah. think it might have been closer to three or whatever. Sure. Um, which by the time we went to college, uh, that covered like a semester of books. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably some classes, but like the books were ridiculous. I mean, you're looking at several hundred dollars for books that you're going to use for like that year. And if you got the shitty year, which was the last year the user for the new edition came out, uh-huh. you couldn't even sell them back. Yep. And it seemed like I always fell into that. There was one time where I got the first edition of the book and I couldn't complete the class. So I was able to sell it back like eight weeks later because of work. I couldn't finish it. Um, and I was able to get a decent amount back. But every year I always seemed like here, I got the last year that this book is going to be utilized and I can't yep. sell it back. I couldn't even get $20 for the fucking thing. Yep. And that's what sucked. Um, but yeah, we didn't get shit like that. And I wish we did. I, I wish, I wish there were opportunities for us to, be able to graduate high school and say, hey, there's an account that has at least $20,000 in it. Because I yeah. think at that, I think Eastern at that time, I could be completely wrong. Derek went, uh, I could, I, I think, I think tuition for a year or something that was at least, was only about $18,000, I think. For a year? I, I'm, I, I'm Dang. guessing, I could be completely wrong. I don't know yeah. if you're able to Google. No, you're probably right. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna Google that real quick. 2007 tuition. Yeah, I only because like at Purdue right now, in-state tuition for the year is nine thousand nine hundred ninety-two dollars. So that should be at least two years, I would think, at uh, at Eastern because it's 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 public university, right? Yeah. Uh, how much does it cost to go to Eastern for four years? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Although I guess you know what that's tuition that doesn't include room and board it doesn't include books usually. I don't even I don't even know I, I don't even know how to find this answer I don't I fucking hate. um yeah maybe it wasn't that much I, I don't know like I said I, I really I really couldn't tell you I thought for me I thought in my mind Jesus yeah in state tuition at Eastern uh, this year is twelve thousand five hundred sixty two dollars so yeah with living expenses and everything it probably would be close to twenty. Yeah, that that's annually. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just for some reason in my mind, eighteen thousand dollars pops into my fucking head, and I don't I don't remember how long that covered. And I really don't. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, may, maybe it was eighteen grand, including uh, because I mean, Derek stayed, you know, in the dorms and shit and all that stuff. Uh, so I mean, it's very possible. But even then, even if it got me a first year, I mean, like, <clears throat> the other thing that sucked was somehow. Mom and Carl made enough money to where financial aid wasn't applicable. Yeah, which I also think is bullshit. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I would figure, um, people like us, you, me, uh, Nick, Sherry, Joe, all of us, like, we were in a we were in a position to where like if we wanted shit, we had to buy it ourselves. Like our parents helped out when they could, but at the at the most part. We we had to help out ourselves, and I think what it comes down to is like you know like when they do financial aid programs and all that stuff, and I sit there and say, 
hey, I need to get, you know, financial aid, so I'd go to school. And when they tell me, like, oh, you don't qualify because your parents make enough money to pay for your school, it's like, yeah, but my parents aren't paying for it. It's like, right. it's like my parents, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, first off, like, wh- like, where's the cutoff to where you could say that my parents can afford to send us to college? Right. And I think, I think at that time it was if they make at least $80,000 a year, then you don't qualify. I think that's what the cutoff was then. And when it I said, right, said Jesus. Yeah. And, I, and I'm seeing her telling us, like, it's like, it's like, where do you think that, <clears throat> that two parents who have seven kids, are going to be able to afford to send every kid to college, mm-hmm. or especially pay the tuition, which I'm guessing, like unless you take out a loan, has to be up front. Right. It's, it, it seems to me like yeah, you almost, might get a payment plan, but the payment plan is usually like uh, it's, it'll be like two or three payments, and it's like oh yeah, so instead of paying nine thousand dollars at once, I have to pay three thousand dollars three times by November. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. To me, and again, this is just speculation, any college could correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it sounds like they were trying to encourage you to get loans so they can make money off the interest. Like, they really, they didn't really give a shit about the $18,000 you could pay now. They care about the $38,000 you could pay over time. Yeah, well, that one doesn't even go, the interest payment doesn't even go to the university. Oh, does it go to whoever the interest company? Yeah, it goes to, like, whatever company that is servicing the loan. Listen, let's, uh... Let's conspiracy theory it and say, hey, listen, if I send these guys to get a loan for you, would I get a kickback? I have, I, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked that shit happens. Somewhere. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I Absolutely, I believe it. And yeah. even even if it doesn't go to the university or university administrators, like, I, I deep down, I truly believe that one of the reasons college is so expensive is because, like, um, well, I'll just say it, President Biden is from Delaware. Mm-hmm. A lot of these loan companies are based in Delaware because there's no corporate tax in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're telling me they're not paying him or or paying somebody to 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 keep student loans a thing and make sure that they yeah. go up and the interest rates always high? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's I that's that's the thing that always sucks. And I, and I feel I feel like if there was some Le- I don't really want to say leeway, but if there was some way for them to be more understanding and a better pro- a better process, what, whatever the hell I'm trying to think of, you can probably tell me as soon as I get it out. But if they were to, if they were able to find a way for me to find it, for me to be able to go through school and actually do college, I probably would have stuck with it. But it always yeah. came down to money, yep. like everything always came down to costs and. Um, yeah, I got, I mean, I was able to get financial aid for community college, you know, after I moved to my dad's, right? moved, and right, used yeah. his address to go to Kankakee Community College and everything. But even then, it just gets to a certain point. It's like, it's like, hey, listen, you know, you get the finances, but the thing is, I get to keep a certain GPA. And I wasn't a very, I'm, I'm not a smart guy. I, I never claimed to be a smart fucker. I'm not, I'm not an intellect. I'm just not. Anyone who's listened to our show in the last year knows that there are some things I'm knowledgeable about. But it's irrelevant things. Like cream cheese is a cheese. Did you know that? I I actually didn't know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's never going to win me a Nobel Prize. Right. <laughs> but but it's a it's a fact that I know. Right. That's my life. Like there like there are there are life knowledge there's life things that I know about, but when it comes to academic, math I suck at, science I suck at, history I'm okay at if I learn it. 
But when it comes to like math and science, I just don't have the mental um acuity. I don't Acumen? know that word, man. Quit throwing words at me. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I the I, I just my my brain doesn't process to maintain the information. Yeah, like like it'll be there eventually. Like I'll be able to, like if I can sit there and like learn it over time. And yeah, it's there. But in my head, it's just like like I don't need to know what a quotient is or whatever the hell that thing is. And I just I just don't right square roots and shit. Like I'm not a carpenter. Like I don't know. I don't need no square roots and I don't need to. Solve for why, because if I don't fucking know it, why do I need to figure it out? Like addition, subtract, and multiplication. Uh, a, you know, what is it called? Arithmetic, simple arithmetic, or whatever yep. the hell it is. Yep. Like that stuff, I know it, and I'm good, and I'm comfortable for the rest of my life on that shit. But like, I don't think I'm ever going to have I, fractions. Fine, I'm fine with. But I'm never going to come to a point where I'm going to try to cook at home, and they're like, you know, please add, you know, the square root of pi you know, amount of flour to this, like, like, no, never. Like, I'm never, like, that's never going to be a measurement in, in baking. Right. You know, and it's, uh, uh, but yeah, so, like, if you don't maintain GPA, then you got to pay it back. Yep. Like, they'll pay it up front, but as soon as you fuck up, oh, well, now you got to pay it back and everything. It's like, great. So now I don't have the confidence in myself to even move forward because if I fuck up, Without you know, if I if I don't have the intelligence to get through that class with a good GPA or the semester or whatever, right? Then I'm gonna have to pay this money back. It's like, why do I want to put myself in that kind of risk? Right. You know, it's 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 a it's a horrifying situation because the thing is, like, it's not like I go up to you know the financial aid department and say, hey, listen, I know that I didn't get the I didn't my GPA didn't qualify um, to you know maintain the financial aid, but hey, I really tried. They don't give right. a shit. They don't no, care. They don't care really, that you tried. Yeah, they don't care that you tried. It's like, well, I'm glad that you tried, but you owe us thirty five hundred dollars, right? You know, it's like, and it, I know there was this, there was this weird. It, it kind of goes back to last week when we were talking about like lottery and like how like you know I help out, you know, and shit like that. Like one of the biggest things I have is like I want to send nieces and nephews and shit like that to college, and I'm willing to pay for it as long as they try. Like I said, I don't want to pay for parties. I don't want to pay for them to, you know, go and. You know, I, I don't need a Van Wilder. I'm not going to pay for a niece or a nephew to go to college for eight years to hopefully eventually, may, you know, obtain an associate's degree. Right. Like, I really want you to try. But if you fail, it's understandable as long as you tried. Like, I just yeah. like I just need the effort shown there. I just don't want to piss away money. I want to invest in the future of our family, and I'm willing to do that as long as you try. But if you're six years in and you tell me, oh, I'm only two more credits away from getting an associate's, it's like six years, six years, Patrick. Like what the fuck? Right. You don't have an associate in six years. Three times the length of the degree, my dude. Yeah. It's like, come on now. You should have a. You should be close to a master's. And you're telling me that that you don't have your fine arts associates yet. Like, what are you fucking up on? Like, where's the problem here, kid? That that that's the stuff where it's like we're like, okay, now I'm gonna have to question funding the future. But at the same time, it's like. Those, those, that's not how the world sees it. And I wish it was. It's like, hey, listen, I know the GPA was 0.3 below what you were expecting, but it's just right. because I, I could not get through the math class. I just, I need, you know, I, I just need some understanding here and I'm trying my best. Right. I'm glad you're trying your best. Pay me my 3500 fucking dollars or yeah. else you can't come back next semester. And that's the stuff that's up because I didn't want to put myself in a situation like that. It scared me to move forward with college knowing that. If that was to happen, 
now I'm screwed. Yep. And I can pay the $3,500 now, but what happens next semester? Where's the right. money for next semester? Am I going to – Also, uh, almost to some extent, what's the point? You're making really good money without mm-hmm. the degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, it, it would literally and, – and don't get me wrong. I think education is valuable for its own purposes. So, yes. like, if you, if you want to spend that money to go get a degree because you're really interested in a topic or whatever, do it. I don't give a shit. I think you should. Uh, but like, if it's a matter of, 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 um, increasing your career prospects, like you're making really good money right now and you'll probably continue to make that good money as long as that industry exists. So. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, it's weird because the industry I'm in, like if you really want to get a degree to advance you in this industry, you probably need it in the two courses that I don't do the greatest at, which is math and science. Yeah. Um, if I was to go back to school for any reason, if I was for any reason, it would probably just be like production and shit. Help me like, yeah. it would help me advance my knowledge of what we're doing here. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, like yeah. you, you know, like that, that would, that would be why I would go back to school. Yeah. Um, See, that would that, be a cool thing. Uh, like yeah. uh, just personally, were I a business owner, that would be one of the things that I would do for my guys, uh, for my employees is like, Hey, you want to go back to school? Like, We've got funding for that. Yes. You know. Oh yeah. I well one of one of the dreams was to own a mechanic shop. If I won the lottery, I would want to own a mechanic shop. And I would hire people who have tech savvy knowledge, but I would also offer them the opportunity to go and learn more. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, listen, I will I will invest in your future. But the thing and the, and the problem is there too is like the the only negative side to that that I found is that like if I like let's say I hired some kid who went to. He, you know, the can- I've, I've talked about the Kanki Area Career Center, right, KCC, before? Yes. Yeah, that – it's like we're – if you guys don't know what that is, I'm sure some places, other places do this. But high schoolers could take the last half of the day or whatever it is, um, it's juniors and seniors. The last three periods of the day, they're sent to a different building where they can learn, like, fire uh, – to, uh, to be a fireman, to be a cop, to uh, be a mechanic, to be a nurse, to be a – um, a computer designer, uh, I think daycare or what they have. There's a bunch of different career paths that they start training you in high school from there. So if you want to reach your fullest potential to in that field uh, outside of uh, high school, um, like so, if I if I was to open up a shop, if I was to say I won the lottery, I'm opening up a shop. I already have the fucking name for it, which is solid. It's called Fix It Express It. Nice, right? Um. There's, it's something like that. Anyways, it's a solid fucking name if I actually like, sit yeah. down and think about it. But um, I, I can hire somebody who who just went through all mechanics, KCC. They listen, you're a you know, fucking 18-year-old kid, whatever. You know how to do the basic shit. You know, replace a starter, replace an alternator, oil changes. You know how to do the maintenance shit. Like, you know the basics. I'll hire you on. You know, work for me. We'll do this. I'll send you to school. You could learn, you know, learn mechanics and everything. Like, I will invest in you in your future. But the problem is, as soon as they're done with that and they leave, now I'm out my investment. Right. And that, that's the part of it. That's the petty side of me. Because obviously I want anyone to succeed. Like I want everyone to, you know, achieve their, their greatest potential. But if I was to pay for somebody's schooling to go and become a great mechanic to, you know, to go beyond what KCC does, you know, rebuild transmissions, rebuild engines and all that and now they come back to me and say, hey, thank you for the opportunity, but I'm actually leaving. I'm going to go work at another mechanic shop. It's like, now I'm out my money. Yeah. And that's the thing that's like. Now, like, again, like, if I if it was to be a program, say, listen, I'll invest in you, but 
you know, once you're done graduating, once you're done, once you get your certificate, once you're like, I need you here working. And I'll pay right. you more money. Like, you'll make more money because right, you have yeah. that degree. You know, like, you come work for me now, yeah, you'll make, you know, 18, 19 bucks an hour, whatever. But once you have the degree, we can bump you up to 28, we can bump you up to 30 and everything. And you'll right. be my guy here at the shop. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that, that I, would be the deal, right? You'd, you'd, yeah. you'd put that into the contract for the, the, the course or whatever, the, the, the degree. And you'd say, look, I'll pay for it. But then, like, you know, let's say the degree takes four years. Yeah. I need four years of work from you when you're done. You I, know. yeah. And we'll, yeah. and we can agree on the, 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 the rate increases for, for what it costs when you, when you get the degree and, and all that stuff and, you know, whatever. Yeah. No. And I, I think, I think that's what a lot of businesses should kind of look at is like, yeah. if you're like, if you're going to invest in somebody's, in somebody's future, then you, you should get something out of it. And I think that's perfect. You know, you, you go for a four year certification, you get done, you give me four years after. Yeah. You know, you know, if, you, if it gets done in three, give me three, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's like, it's like, but the longer you stay with me, the more you learn, the more you get paid. But then you, know, you can move up. Like, okay. So now you're, you're, um, you're an auto tech, but now you can be a mechanic. Well, now you can be the supervisor and shit. You know, and, and I'm looking at like a small shop. Like, it's not going to be anything fucking huge, but, you know, I would, I would like, you know, a few bays where I'm able to get cars in and everything because it is going to be a local Piatone, you know, shop. A mom and pop sure. shop, a father and son shop, whatever the fuck it is, it's just gonna be a shop like that. So I don't need like, like a, a huge fucking, you know, I don't need a, a, a huge workforce. But you know, you know, four, four techs, two mechanics, you know, a supervisor, shit like that. You know, um, but then over time, yeah, like give me four years after you graduate when you're done. If you want to leave, I totally understand, but at least I got, you know, I got what I got out of my investment. Because once you graduate and you're able to do this, I can hire the next guy. Right. And then once he's ready and you're ready to go, he takes your place. And you just keep cycling through. You know, you hire two or three people at a time. Those two or three people get to a certain point. You hire the next two or three people. Those three people are mechanics. These three people are techs. They're going to school and shit like that. And you know what? If you don't want to go to school, that's fine. Yeah. But realize you're a tech at $18 an hour because you chose not to advance your career. Right. So when you come up to me and say, oh, why is so-and-so making 28 and I'm only making 18? It's because they got they went and got the degree. Right, they got this new they, piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, this guy over here, he's able to rebuild me a transmission. You, you could re, you know, you could replace a starter. Right. If you, you want to make twenty eight dollars an hour, go to the free schooling I'm offering you. Right. Yeah. You know, that's all you gotta do. Go to school. And you know what? You have a job that works around your schedule. Going to school. You know, because because it's all from one place. So you know, I can send you to school during the day. You work a few hours in the evening here to, you know, still make money, you know, maybe a couple weekends here and there. You know, I'll still allow you to have a life because everyone's entitled to have a fucking life. Uh-huh. But, you know, if, you're, if your school is Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from like 7 to 3, whatever the hell it is, come work on Tuesday, Thursday. Put in some 10-hour days on Tuesday, Thursday. Put a couple evenings in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday if you want to do it. You know, get you, you know, some hours. Come in on the weekend. Get You know, get you to 40 at least somehow. You know, it's totally doable. You do two 10-hour days on Tuesday and Thursday, it gives you 20. You do, you know, four-hour shifts on the evenings or whatever, it gives you 12 hours between uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It puts you at, what, 32? Come work an eight-hour on a Saturday, gives you 40 easy. There, yeah. and, there's, and there's your fucking money. And you still go to school that you don't got to pay for. By that time at your age, depending on where you're at, where, you know, with your family, you can probably still live at home. So you're still making decent money, you know, and now you're right. going to school. But you got to... Commit to the school, you gotta get through the school, you gotta graduate school, and then you work for me for four years. But if you decide to leave after two, you need to pay me back. 
Right. I need that money back. And yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's fair. And I, I think if every other, I think if every business did that, I think they'd get more out of their company, more out of their employees. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, because like that's the thing, right? I, I feel like that's what is it they say? People don't leave bad jobs; they leave bad management. Yes. You know, and so like good management, it's it's very to me, it's very like I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. You know, mm-hmm. or not just not even you know, like good management says I'm going to scratch your back. I hope that you have the integrity to scratch mine. Yeah. You know, and and that's usually how it goes. Like good management takes care of their people, and their people take care of the business. Like. Uh, you know, I, I, I have had jobs, uh, not, not very many, uh, I'll admit that, but like I would, I think right now, uh, there, there's like three places I would probably go back to work if, if the money was right and if the situation I was in was bad enough, I would go back in a second, uh, without even thinking about it because like I know that these people are going to take care of me. You know, like even though it's kind of a shitty job, I know like I would happily go work for interstate down in, in Fowler, uh, because I know that, um, my pay is going to be based on what I need more than on what they can afford. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, uh, and I know we talked about this, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to put anything out there into the world or whatever, but when the time comes for Candy and Kevin to retire, the, the idea is for Ryan to take over. Yeah. As I understand it. If Ryan offered you to do a job, would you take it? I'd seriously consider it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a big move, obviously. Yeah. Um, so the biggest problem, like, uh, the – because of where I'm at in my life yeah. and, and where I'm at, my wife and I are at in our lives, we do not feel comfortable moving back to Indiana unless something seriously changes politically there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not not because they're conservative or whatever. It's because, like, they've got – a lot of laws that restrict her rights as a woman and our rights as a married couple um, that we just are like, we don't want to live there. Uh, we, we would live in Illinois um, and we want to work in Illinois as long as we can because we don't want to pay taxes to support uh, a bad government. Yeah. So. Gotcha. That to to put it, frankly, <laughs> yeah. to, 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 to find a point on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, because no, like we we both love Indiana. Well, a lot of our family lives there or all of her family lives there, basically, you know, um, and, and it's a beautiful state. It's wonderful people. It's just, you know, shitty laws, man. I don't want to live in a place with bad laws <laughs> or worse laws, I should say. Mm-hmm. What, <sighs> what, uh, what, what laws? Because I don't I don't I don't know. I don't well, the, the, the biggest laws. one right now is um, uh, they they passed uh, abortion restrictions. Um, and it's not like we're like crazy about abortions or anything, but, um, you know, it's just, she's of childbearing age. Um, she has, um, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's a matter of if she had an ectopic pregnancy or if she had mm-hmm. a miscarriage or if she had, you know, if, if anything were to happen where she would need to get medical care in Indiana, you can no longer get it because there are doctors who will refuse to give it to you because they're afraid of being prosecuted. And also, like, you can have a miscarriage in Indiana, and, and if someone finds out about it, they can be like, oh, well, you, you know, they, they can report you to the police, and then you have to go through a whole court system thing to prove that you didn't purposefully have, an, have a miscarriage. Gotcha. See, you know. when, so I'm glad you explained that to me, 
Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm sorry, did they take away voting rights over there? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, as far as women, but that makes more sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I'm seeing a thing like, like, okay, so like, did, I mean, it's a it's a pay it's pay scales different now. Are, are the voting gone? Like, does she have to cook dinner? Is that a law? Like, what? Like, wh- like, where is it? Married couple, the married yeah. couple thing was the one that was confusing me. Gotcha. But okay, I, yeah, I just I I sort of just like I don't want to make it just her issue. Like, it would be yes. our issue. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, that, like I said, and that's why I'm, I'm, that's why I'm glad I've asked. That's why I'm glad you. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, I'm like, did we 1960s fucking Indiana? Like, what? Right. 1930s yeah, Indiana? They're fucking like, trying, man. They are fucking trying. Yeah. You know, in, dude, Indiana's wild, and honestly, Indiana to me, uh, outside of laws, but like, uh, the, the living there, like, as yeah. far as living, like the. Um, the physical feature of Indiana, not 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 the not the political and the financial, yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. The physical. So when I see when I see how Indiana is, it, first off, the more south the better. Um, I don't working in working in parts of Indiana that I worked in. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely terrified of the northwest corner of Indiana because it is horrifying. Oh, fucking hate. <laughs> Um, I've heard that I've never had a bad bad time there, but I I've heard of people having a bad time there. Here here here's the here's the two things that horrify me about the northwest corner of Indiana, and this is this is Whiting, Indiana, this is East Chicago, Indiana, Gary, yeah. Indiana. It's 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 the it's the locations that uh that um that border the lake that are right yeah. there. Um. The the biggest example of why I hate that fucking area, uh, I used to do a lot of work as an inspector there and being there at like fucking like you know two in the morning and shit, um, and being knowingly being followed by cars, yeah, is terrifying. Yeah. And like and like I would like because I'd be driving down the highway, it'd be like two in the morning. I'm on my way to do a job. I get off the exit and. uh There'll be a car that like we go off the exit. I don't think much of that. You know, we're, we're both getting off onto a major road in Indiana, which is fine. And then you take a turn, and then they take a turn. Still, I'm not too worried about you know maybe they're because yeah. we're, I'm going down a probably a, a populated area. But once you make another turn, that only people who do this job will turn on. Right. That becomes a little bit weird. Yeah, totally. And and it's and like you know and and it's not like a work truck or anything. It's an old it's an Oldsmobile. It's a it's it's a car that you don't typically see in this industry. Now, right. As an inspector back then, any vehicle you used, you that was uh, you know that was the car you used. And Carl had Oldsmobiles and shit like that too. Sure. But the the job I was going to do it, it was a it was a single person job. It wasn't a coworker. I know that because none of my coworkers were driving that car at the time. And uh, it wouldn't be another inspection company because this was the type of job where they didn't do that. So, okay, so why is this person following me? So, usually when you get up to uh, a terminal, the gates close, you got to press the button, they let you in and shit like that. Luckily for this one, I'm I'm saying luckily because who knows what could have happened. Right. But the gate was already open and there was a terminal operator already there because sometimes they'll just like, you know, like, hey, you know, let me know when you're close and blah, blah. And I let them know, like, hey, I'm right down the road. They'll come up, open the gate. So as soon as I get there, I can pull right in. They can shut the gate. So as I'm pulling up to, as I'm as I'm driving up to it, I'm getting to the gate. The gate's already open. The, the pickup, the terminal pickup truck is, uh, you know, facing the opposite way. Headlights on. 
So as I'm getting closer to the gate, you see the car behind me starting to slow down, slow down. It stopped. I went through the gate. The gate started closing, and they, you know, did a three-point turn and left. Yeah. So that freaked me out. So that freaked me out. The other thing yeah. that freaked me out, which I wasn't in any danger, but the possibility could have been there, was I was gauging, I was gauging a shore tank at a terminal that was – I guess it's, it's technically it was technically on the Illinois side, so it's not the northwest Indiana side. So I can't blame this one on it, but this was off of Torrance Avenue, which sure. is also not a safe area. Um, I was up on top gauging sh- a short tank is up, and in the distance I heard popping noises. Oh yeah. To me, it sounded like firecrackers, but the guy who was up there with me is like, you know what? That yeah, those is. are firecrackers. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, you know what that is, right? I'm like, dude, it sounded like firecrackers. Like that wasn't firecrackers, bro. That was a gun. Somebody just got shot, and I'm like, bullshit. The next day, you heard on the news that they found a body in a trunk at a car wash three blocks away from where we were at. Classic. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how else to respond. <laughs> yeah. So so that area is just it, – it, it just it – just, I mean, I think yeah. a lot has to do with the fact that I just – I grew up in a small town where it's quiet. Things like that don't happen. So when you go into places like that, it's just – it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, because well, you you're there so late at night. Yeah, I've only ever so like I've I've been to Gary, uh, mm-hmm. not like a lot, but like uh, more than a lot of people I know. Yeah, and it's yeah, I've I've only ever been there during the day. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm never out of my car. You know, I'm usually just driving through, and driving through it's not bad. Like it, it you know, it's fine no. for the most part. But like, yeah, if you got to stop and you got to, I've I've heard so many stories that do freak me out. Where like, mm-hmm. uh, like I, I and and this would have been years ago. So like now I'm at a point where. I know some of the people who are involved in trying to revitalize Gary. I know a lot of like the church people who are like they're planting churches to try and like change the culture of the city and or not change, but like support the culture. You know what I mean? Like say, yeah. uh, you know, we we all want what's best for the city. And and what then to do that, we have to stop looking out for our individual interests, which is like, you know, what a lot of gangs will apply. Well, you know, they'll they want you to be part of the group and and stuff and so they'll they'll appeal to your personal needs be like look how much money you could make doing this think about your moms and your pops and stuff yeah. who you could take care of and 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 then you're in the group and it feels good to be part of something bigger than yourself and all this stuff that's how they get you uh church is trying to do the same thing right uh and and but but instead of being for your mom and your pop it's for you know we're we're we want you know everybody we want your kids to have a better life and all this stuff. And and so like I know some of the people who are involved in that and I I've been I've been keeping track of a lot of the positive news that's happened in the last decade. Yeah. And it's been pretty good, but like, you know, 15 20 years ago, I remember hearing stories of like um did you ever know Herb Stanley? Uh so Justin's you, uh, you G- Gail's dad? No. What's it? Uh yeah. You, oh, gotcha. you broke you broke up a lot, so I heard have you ever heard of and then you cut out, then you said Justin and then I cut out then oh, gotcha. Gail, Aunt, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, G- Aunt Gail's dad, uh, Herb Stanley. No, I've never heard of him. No. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, he he was a very intense man, um, and and uh, cool dude. When I when I knew him, he taught me how, he taught me some astronomy and stuff, and I thought that was pretty badass. But oh. uh, apparently, he one time was was driving through uh, Gary. And he stopped at a stoplight and a cop pulled him over and uh, and was like, hey, uh, just so you know, you shouldn't be stopping. <laughs> just just run the red light. It's fine. None of us are going to stop you. Fun fact. That exact same thing happened to me in Fort Heights. Yeah, I believe it. Did I ever tell you that story? I don't think so. 
I was uh I was leaving a job again. This is another job. This is one thing I hate about inspector the inspector life because it was all hours of the day. But this was probably like three in the morning, and the highway was shut down because of some really bad accident. So I had to take the back way. So I got on Route 30 from Indiana over to uh, I think I had to get down to Madsen because I think I 80 I 80 was all fucked up uh, because of an accident. So I had to get down to Madsen early. I really made a little bit for Madsen. Either way, I had to get to 57 or I'm sorry 80. Uh, so I'm going through Fort Heights and everything, and I get pulled over by a cop. And this was when I was doing my job in a Lincoln Navigator. Woo! So I don't think he knew who I was. <laughs> Sorry, just there are some, some some assumptions you might make about a person driving a Lincoln Navigator. Yeah, in <laughs> Fort Heights at 3 right. in the morning. So, um, oh, so, yeah. so, I, so I was getting pulled over and everything. I'm seeing myself, I'm like, well, I... I don't know what I fucking did. Like, I, I may have rolled a stop sign. I may have. I'm not sure. But I was like, sure. I think like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I made a complete stop. But at the same time, it's three in the morning. I've been working all day. I'm tired. I just want to fucking go. So I'm trying to everywhere, any way I can to get to the highway. So I'm, I think I may have still rolled a, a stop sign. But either way, uh, lights went on and everything. He came up to the door, tapped on it. And, uh, I was like, Hey, how you doing and everything. And I, I guess he, I, I guess he knew I was white. Because yeah. my because my window was down at a moment when I was smoking and I went past him. Gotcha. So um and I, he did say he's like yeah I saw you slow roll the stop sign there and I was like yeah I'm sorry dude I'm like no that's fine but then you start stopping at the stoplights and I was like well yeah or the stoplights and I was like well yeah of course you know because they're stoplights so like, as soon as I slow rolled he started driving behind me and I didn't pay attention to him behind me I just. Saw another car behind me. One thing about red light stopped. Kept going. Red light stopped. Yeah, if it's there's like, a police officer behind me, I'm stopping at the red light. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, I, I'll stop at a red light anyways. I'll slow roll. Stop. Oh yeah, no. I'm just saying. Like, if I'm if I'm if I'm in a, if I'm doing illegal stuff and there's a cop, I'm going to stop doing the illegal oh, stuff. Hundred percent. So he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like yeah, I saw slow uh, roll the stop sign, which I'm not too worried about that. But when you're stopping at the red lights, I'm like, well, yeah, of course, because the red lights. Like, now here's the thing. This is why I'm pulling you over, and I'm going to tell you right now. You shouldn't be stopping at stoplights right now. And I'm sitting there, so I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you, sir. What? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, this isn't that great of a neighborhood, and the vehicle you're in, more than likely somebody's going to take it from you. And I was like, uh, uh, well, he's like, yeah, like, Fort Heights isn't that great of a neighborhood, which I already knew that. I, I didn't realize where I was, but I knew Fort Heights wasn't great because there's a story of a kid who – uh, went to high school with us uh, a couple years, uh, a couple grades above me, but I went to high school. And he was a he was an arrogant motherfucker, and uh, he like decked out this car and all this shit, and drove the car into Ford Heights, and was like bumping, you know, hitting the subs and all this shit. And dude got jumped, and they stripped his car. Mm-hmm. So that was the story. Not sure if it's real, but that was the story that I was told in school. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the cop says like, yeah, so. So, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to keep driving behind you. I'll be behind you. He's like, he's like, where do you need to go? I'm like, I need to get on the 80, but there's a bad accident on this side of it. I need to get, you know, on 80, you know, low by Matson. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, okay, cool. So we're going to keep driving. I'm going to be behind you. And if we come to a red light, if I flash my brights, just drive straight through it. And I was like, okay. And that's what we did up until uh, I think I th- maybe uh, Steg or some shit like that, whatever it was. We eventually got to a point where he kind of pulled off, and I was, I guess, I was in a, a good part. Yeah. But yeah, that shit's real. Like they, like yeah. they'll tell you, like he's like, listen, 
not a safe place to be. Like during the day, it's not really that many problems. Like no, nobody's nobody's doing criminal shit that often in the day, anyways. A lot, seventy five percent of it's happening that night. Yeah, all the criminal stuff happening during the day is like uh, wage theft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's all white collar crime. <laughs> criminals are owls, bro. Like, like, like the violent the violent criminals are owls, man. That's nocturnal shit. Yeah. Like, like they'll 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 it's it's a uh, what the hell is the uh, word uh, and like at, at a vulnerable moment like when yeah. you're not really thinking about it and shit like that and but yeah so that's but anyway so when I look at Indiana it reminds me a lot of uh, the I eighty rule in in, uh, in Illinois have you yeah. ever heard of, like the I eighty rule no I haven't so I eighty is a cutoff between city and suburban like if you kind of look oh, at it. all right. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, so like when you come down to Piatone, the closest town is at most six miles away by Cornfield. Right. Moni is six miles away, Mantino's six miles away, Beecher's nine miles away, Wilmington's eleven miles away. Sure. It, once you hit Moni, every town from Moni up is connected by like a block or something. Like it's not that it's not that far off from from where yeah, it sounds, that sounds Park. exactly right. Yeah, yeah, Richmond Park, University Park, Matson, all that is not that far off from like Moni. Yeah, sounds but, like sounds like Chicago's got a lot of neighborhoods to annex. <laughs> dude, I, it, 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 no, dude, it's not because I I hear a lot of people say like you know there are there are places that aren't that far off from Piatone that they consider a suburb of Chicago. Hell, I keep hearing Naperville is considered a suburb of Chicago somehow. Yeah, people say that. Yeah, which I. I don't get it. Like, it. To me, if I look at a map and it says this is Chicago and they give me lines, neighborhoods inside of there, that's Chicago. Right. But I'm sorry, Naperville is not Chicago. Madsen's not Chicago. Moni, not, these people are, these places are not Chicago. Yeah. You know, back of the yards, fine, that's Chicago. Still don't know what the hell that is. Um, where you guys live before you bought your house, that's Chicago. Right. Like, there's they're, they're suburbs of it. That's, I mean, that's what makes Chicago Chicago. Chicago. It's just one city, but it's made out of, what, a dozen, 50, uh, 50 plus? It's, uh, about 50 neighborhoods. Okay, cool. Because I was going to say hundreds. I was like, that's low too extreme. Yeah. About, yeah, about 50 neighborhoods. Like, that's all Chicago. You know what I mean? It, it's just how yeah. it is. You know, but like, yeah, I mean, I, but the, but the 80 law is, or the 80 rule is like everything north of 80 is city-esque. It's urban-esque. Yeah. Where, or 80 south is, Suburbs and uh, 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 what the hell is the other Small one? Small towns. Yeah, but what the hell is the other word? Rural. Rural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Suburban and rural areas. So that that that's always been the cutoff. But that's how I see Northwest Indiana from pretty much everything that's you know, everything that's Indiana beyond that. I always see it as like the eighty rule. So when you have like Hammond, Indiana, Cherville, Merrillville, uh, I'm not saying these are bad areas, but the collection of those groups. That is the North 80 part of what Indiana or what Illinois is to me. Because once you get past that and you get down to like St. John, Lowell, stuff like that, like you really don't hit any major city-esque places until yeah. you hit uh, uh, maybe Lafayette. Yeah, and even Lafayette, like, it's barely a city, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Indianapolis. I'm guessing Indianapolis is probably the biggest city in uh, Indiana. I think so. No, I mean the clo to me, and I don't know much about Indiana, so I don't really know. But the closest, the next step from that for me is like Lafayette, but that's because the college is there. Yeah, you know maybe 
Where's Notre Dame at? What's that? Uh, South Bend. South Bend. So places like that. Um, but even then, like those don't compare to like a Naperville, a, a, a you know a Plainfield, shit like that. To me, those seem more populated than what those are. But that's what that's those are the places I love to live in. Is the is the quiet, you know, yeah. slower slower ways of life. And that's the best way I explain to people about Piatton. Say Piatton's not a bad place. People make places bad. Yeah. You know that that's why you know like when people look at like Fort Heights, especially me, I'm one of those people. Fort Heights, Gary, Indiana. Uh, Torrance uh, Avenue, all, all that shit. It's not bad because of the place. It's bad because of people. Yeah. And I was like, you can't. I hate when people say it's like, oh, you know, Pietone sucks. Like, no, you don't hate Pietone. You just hate some of the people that were here because they made your experience here suck. Yeah. But Pietone's not. I love fucking Pietone. I love. I love the fuck that there's a coffee shop and a diner and stuff I can go to and I can sit down. I can have a cup of coffee. I can order my breakfast and they'll come over with a handwritten check of everything I bought and everything. I can either, I can leave the cash right there on the table, in an honor system way. You can leave the cash on the table, say thank you, leave. They come and grab it. You know the change is a tip, whatever the fuck it is. I love that. That's what yeah. I love about Pietro. You know, and like, I could walk into the coffee shop and I go, hey, Travis, what's up? And they've only known me a, from a few visits. Like, yeah. how can you hate something like that? Like, I, I get that people hate it because it's maybe too slow for them. They enjoy city life. And I understand that everyone should love the way they, you know, everyone should live where they want to live. And that's fine. Yeah. But don't, don't, but don't bastardize my town by saying it sucks just because we don't have traffic rolling through the fucking streets and everything, and that there's not a Starbucks. Like, I just, I think, no, like, I love my town because of the way it is. People yeah. make places suck. I mean, I, I hear a lot of, and I want to wrap up here in a minute, and I, I do want to give you a chance to say something because I've been talking way too long. <laughs> um, I hear a lot of good things about Detroit kind of coming back. Yeah. Because Detroit's not a bad place. I mean, like, it used to flourish when it had, like, autos, like, uh, like the auto industry was there and everything, and it was fucking booming. And then, you know, yeah. all those things left, and it kind of went to hell. And, you know, <coughs> yeah, same, a lot with, of, uh, same with, like, Gary and uh, <coughs> a lot of places yes. along Lake Michigan. It's just there was a steel industry, and then there wasn't. Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, I mean, those are those are places that have opportunities to grow and flourish. Chicago has an opportunity to be better than it is, but it's not the places. It's the people. The people have to learn to be better. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, like, it's. If there, if there was one thing I could pray for today is that there could be a consistent weekend death count of zero in Chicago. Or even oh, shootings. Or just even shootings. Yeah. But, see, but it could. Yeah. That's the thing that sucks. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. That's the one thing that absolutely sucks about about things like that. Like, there doesn't have to be a shooting Every fucking day in the city, yeah. <clears throat> but for some reason there is, and I don't know what it is. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to have a sit down conversation with people about that. That to me it just terrified me too much. Yeah. Um. What's but, crazy is Chicago is not even in the top fifteen worst places for shootings. Right. Like Indianapolis is worse than Chicago. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like it, it was like we talked about on the last episode. Like, you want you want to know how you could stop smoking? Just stop lighting up a cigarette. You want, you want to know how you stop shooting people? Just quit stop shooting. Stop fucking people. shooting people. <laughs> like, like, that's, that's what's blowing my mind. Like, it, I don't know if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a drug thing, a territory thing, a leadership thing, like a superior, like whatever the fuck the reason is that people are shooting people. It's insane to me that it could easily be solved by just stop shooting people. And I'll just, 
Like, I, it, it makes no fucking sense to me. Because the thing is, like, a lot of times when you hear about, like, you know, the news come, pops on on Monday and it says, like, you know, 12 people shot in, you know, Chicago this weekend or over this holiday. Like, they tell you that, but there's never, there's never a descriptive cause of why these shootings were happening. It's just that yeah. they happened. And I would, lo- I would love to hear once, like, just once, a news report saying, like, 12 people shot this weekend. Four of them were robberies because of this. Three of them were domestic. Like, what were the reasons these were happening? Like, 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 what is the cause? And then how do we fix that part of it? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's not a simple fix. It's not a, it's not going to be an easy fix, but it is fixable. Yeah. And all, all comes down to is just, just stop doing it. <laughs> just like, yep. you know, like the day you think like, you know what? I got to take a gun out with me. It's like, man, maybe just, maybe just That's everyone's just not doing it. You know? Just, just leave it at home. Just leave yeah. it. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem with somebody? Just don't talk to them. Just talk it out. Yeah, yeah, or don't. Yeah, or just or just ignore them. Yeah. I mean, talking out obviously, I think would be the first first uh, course of action. But like, if your mindset is like, I'm gonna go shoot this guy instead right. of shooting this guy, just walk away. Just yeah. hey, you know what? That guy's a piece of shit. I don't fucking like him. But you know what? He's not gonna affect my life today. Go about my right. business. In hopes that they feel the same fucking way. Right. But that's the biggest problem. You know, if I'm one guy and you're one guy, and if I sit there and say, like, you know what? Joe did me dirty, but I don't give a shit. Fuck him. I don't need him. But then in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but I bet he doesn't feel the same way. So I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to get him before he gets me. Right. I think think that's a big part of it is just the feeling of that. Yeah, and, you know, uh, you know, there's so many different things that play into it. And really, at the end yeah. of the day, I think what it comes down to is guns put too much killing power in the hands of people who shouldn't have it. You know, yeah. and yeah. You're, it's, yeah. it's too easy to make a permanent choice uh, for a temporary situation. And like, yeah. that's that's my biggest thing with guns is like, you know, for for all the homicides that happen, like suicide is the most common way to die by a gun. Mm hmm. You know, and and so like it's it's to me it's to to you you say okay well suicides are the most common way to die by a gun. What's so 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 we have this this horrible mental illness situation where people are choosing this permanent solution to a temporary problem. What is what is to stop it from being the next step of well I can't kill myself so I'm going to kill somebody else. You know, like they made me feel bad about me and I can't feel bad about me so I'm going to turn it on them. Yeah, well, there was there was something that I I can't remember how I read it, but uh, I have um, no data for that one. It's just how I feel. no so no I I, <laughs> I I just this this was probably like years ago because I think there was a point where there was an episode we did kind of talk about suicide a little bit, but it was yeah. like a couple years ago where like suicide by cop was a lot of thing was a, was a big thing. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of these mass shooters, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they really want that, and yeah, and that's that's something I read. It's like it's like it's like they don't want to do it themselves. So they'll find a way to have it done and, you know, producing a mass shooting, anything like that to, to unalive yourself as what social media refers to it now because you yep. can't talk about suicide on social media, uh, unalive yourself through other means. And whether that be like a shootout with a cop or, um, crashing a vehicle, whatever the fuck it is, like it, yep. it, it, it became a big thing. Like now I don't know if it's still a big thing now. But back back whenever we talked about this, I read that and I was like, 
I, I know I heard the term suicide by cop because I did law enforcement and career center, and that was a big thing. Like there, like I, I think one a teacher once told us, like like there there could be times in your career where somebody is going to want to be shot, and that's the moment that you're going to determine where you go from there. Yeah, and the thing is, like, and it's weird because law enforcement doesn't—they're not trained to wound somebody, you know. Like, yeah. like, like, it's not, like, I mean, it's not like in the old west or like you know these these movies you see where somebody's gun pointed at you, so you shoot them in the shoulder, shoot them in the leg, and shit. Yeah, like you know, like they're they're not you know it's not that's not how it worked. Um, I mean, certainly, honestly, if I had to shoot somebody and to save their life was to shoot them in the fucking leg. I'd rather shoot them in the leg and shoot them in the heart or the head. Right. You know? Yeah. Because like, if I can at least stop them for a moment, then maybe what's going on in their mind could be helped. Yeah. A lot you know? of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a. Um. What do they call it? Um. Yeah. Anyway, there's a there's a specific word for it, and they actually they found that like, uh, if you get to be over the age of 35, mm-hmm. the odds of you committing a crime plummet. Um, and it's because there's just this this mentality in in the minds of people who are under 35 where they are way more likely to in a fit of passion act out in a particular way. Yeah. Perfect. I got one more year. I'm going to tell you right now, Joe, um, that whole, uh, what's the word thing I'm thinking of that only works for me because I can't help you. <laughs> uh, we, we freaking thinking about Jeff. Uh, what am I freaking thinking about? I'm freaking thinking about, um, oh, I actually don't even know. Uh, how about you go first and then I'll, I'll think of something while you're talking. Yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I've been talking with Morgan. Um, if you guys don't know, Morgan is one of the co-hosts of, uh, the Babes of Lore along with her cousin Lindsay. Uh, I've been talking with her about, uh, helping us create a new, uh, logo, an actual professional logo for this freaking show. Um, the, the the biggest problem I've I've had with uh the biggest problem I had through the process is trying to figure out what the theme of the logo is gonna be. Because I'm a very indecisive person. Like I kinda know what I don't want, but I'm open to what it could be. Sure. Um and I, I ran by you and I, I for some reason I think steampunk just sounds like the coolest idea. Yeah, I dig it. Um, I, the only thing I told her was like, obviously I want the microphone and headset to be incorporated because that's kind of been our thing since the very beginning. Like we always, like that was always part of the logo and I want that to continue to be part of the logo going forward. Um, it'd be cool to kind of have like any, uh, characterizations, characterizations of us part of the logo, kind of like how our logo is now, like some similar to that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having that. And obviously I want the name to be part of it as well. I just don't want it to be cartoony. Like, I don't want, like, like, like I don't want, like, the bubbly like letters. No, no, see, and that's, and that's the way I try to describe it to her. It's like, it's like I, I don't mind the cartoon, the cartoony that we have, but I don't want, like, you know, bubbly, you know, pink and purple letters. And, you know, it looks like something that was, like, created by, like, you know, Disney Junior. Right. And I think, like, I, like, I just want, you know, I don't want something that looks like, um, like, you know, our, our shows, like, uh, uh, aim towards children, shit like that. Yeah, you know, like, like I want, you know, like that, and that's why, I like, you know, the steampunk thing sounds really fun, cool. Plus, like, I like the colors, like, a, like a bronze and uh, kind of like that, like a brass look. I think it's really fun, cool. Um, so I'm working with her, but like, you know, obviously, you know, being indecisive, I don't really know what I want. So she's gonna send over some um, 
examples of things she's already done, and then we kind of establish from there. And then she might potentially be making us a an actual official logo for Freaknet Studios, which we haven't had in a while. Nice. So I'm excited for all that. Um, I'm actually contemplating getting a hold of somebody who might be able to help me get in touch with somebody to create us a custom theme song. Ooh. Because we've been talking about theme songs for a while. Uh, actually, for the last few months, we've been thinking about switching up. The, well, no. We've been thinking for the last few years, switching up the theme song. And recently, over the course of the last couple months, we were getting like closer to actually that happening. Um, and we just haven't yet. But if I could find a way to talk to somebody to create us a theme song, I think that'd be great. But I want a custom theme song that has lyrics. I just don't want an instrumental theme song. I want something with lyrics. That's something that has like us in it. So I might do that. And the biggest thing is because we, I mean, we had the funds to do it. Thanks to CarterComics.com. It's like, why not utilize it? And plus to do it locally. Cause I know I, I, I was asking you about looking up information on that one website. Um, where you can like hire oh, people Fiverr. to do shit. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, that's all well and good. And you know, hey, best of luck to the people on there. But if I can find a way to do that with local people. Yeah. You know, why the hell not? Especially people that we, we know, like Morgan. Like if I get, if I get, if I get, if, if Morgan could do something for me to in turn, I could buy it through her and her small business to help her out. Then why the fuck not? You know. Um. So yeah. So so hopefully uh, over the course of the next few months, maybe by October, I'm, I'm hoping uh, we'll have a new logo and we can release that. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get uh, this freaky show logo too, and we could utilize that one during the month of October. Um, and then maybe a theme song. Um, I'm just like, uh, I'm just like more custom stuff. So that's, that's what I've been working on. That's what I've been trying to figure out. So your turn. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. We freaking think about that. I, uh, I guess I'm freaking thinking. So we, we were talking about, uh, cost of education and things. And it, yeah. it got me thinking about, um, uh, you know, like, uh, so I don't, I don't know that I want to put this out there on the internet. Uh, I, I've been thinking about what's next. You know, when there, when, when, when things happen, I, I'm getting restless. I'm ready. I'm getting ready to be moved on from my, my church that I'm at right now. I don't, I don't, I never wanted to be here forever, uh, really. And so like, to me, I, I think I've got maybe two or three years left. Um, and, and, uh, you know, whether the church comes back or not, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to be done after that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so I've been thinking a lot about like what's next. And so, I've been thinking a lot about, um, you know, do I want to go back to school? Do what, you know, what would I want to go back for? That kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking about like different programs and things. I'm really, it's exciting to think about learning new stuff. I love school. I'm a school person. Um, and so, yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm, I'm kind of freaking thinking about. Um, you know, what's next? Do I, do I go for a chaplaincy program? Do I get, you know, uh, a PhD or something, which I've always kind of wanted. Um, do I go for an MBA? You know, I don't know. I'm just, uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now. So I don't know. Yeah. I always like, I like thinking about the future and about self-improvement and education and stuff. Sucker for it. <sighs> yeah. You're, you're definitely the, uh, more of the educational type. I am I a just, I wish nerd. I w- I really wish I could have, uh, I could have, you know, enjoyed school as much as I would want to now. I wish I had that, this same mentality back then. I probably would have figured out more ways to get through it. But yeah, again, it was, uh, it was was more of the financial worry and shit that kind of, uh, prevented me. I mean, the financial worries prevented me. I don't know what I would have done, honestly, if, um, 
literally the only reason I have student debt at all is because I w- went, uh, went to a master's program so I could be a pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Indiana had a really great program uh, when I was there where um, as long as you kept your GPA above a certain amount and your parents made below a certain amount in the eighth grade when you signed up for the program, um, they covered everything but room and board. Oh, nice. Yeah, like as a state, they were like, we really want to invest in education. It used to be a great state, man. I, I love I love Indiana, but I hate Indiana. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, but yeah, and so like, uh, it's, it's, I graduated from Purdue with, I think, one semester worth of debt, um, which I paid off, I think, sometime at the beginning of the pandemic, um, cause the, the tuition freeze or the, the payment freeze. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have that. Uh, we were always threatened our whole lives. We had to either go to college or go to the military and it was like, or get a scholarship or go into the military. And so I don't know. I, I would, I didn't know how to fill out scholarships back then. I would have had no fucking clue. I probably, I probably would end up in the military, which I would not have worked out well for me. <laughs> You've known me my whole life. I've been terrible in the military. I'm about as athletic as a pillow. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. I have to uh, X. You do what? You can find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and X.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like calling it shitter. You know, like X-I-T-T-E-R. <laughs> I don't see. That's the thing. Like, I mean, like, I, what's the official name? Yeah. I think the official name is X.com, but I still, everyone still calls it Twitter. It's like, it's like the Sears Tower. It's the Sears Tower. It's not the Willis Tower. It's Sears Tower. Yeah, but I don't think it's the Willis Tower anymore. Something no, else. it's something else. I don't remember what it is. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, yeah, guys, uh, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and X, just by searching this freaking show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, Freaknet Studios. Make sure you are subscribing. Uh, check out the videos we currently have there, and uh, make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell for the uh, videos we have set up for the future. And then listen to us wherever you find your podcast, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, just make sure you subscribe, search this freaking show, and rate and review us wherever it's applicable because that does help us out. Guys, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travis T. I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>